Hi there, this is episode number 32. Today I'm answering the question, how do I repurpose the things I have from decluttering? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, this is Danae. Welcome to episode number 32. If you're new to the show, this is a question and answer style podcast. Please submit your questions at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. If you're a regular listener, you might have noticed that yesterday's episode number 31 was cut a little short. I'm on vacation and the Wi-Fi here is a little bit spotty. So try that again. That should be fixed now if you got cut short there. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, the best way to do it is to join the email list. If you go to simplefamilies.com and you click get started, you can get the free ebook, the mini course, and stay in touch with email updates. Today's question is coming from Aubrey in the Simple Families community. The Simple Families community is a Facebook group. It's an excellent way to collaborate and get ideas from like-minded friends. So Aubrey writes, I fancy myself as environmentally conscious, and one of the things that causes a big hang-up about getting rid of items that I declutter is what do I do with it? For example, I have infant inserts from two convertible car seats, but both my children are too big for them. Every seat you have comes with them, so I don't think there's a big market for them after the fact. Donating seems pointless, but trash is wasteful. What do I do? Another hang-up is trophies, mine from high school and college. Some have my name on it and some don't. Some are broken and some aren't. How do I get rid of these items in a fashion that allows someone else to get value from them? Aubrey, this is an important question. Unfortunately, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach to decluttering your home and putting those items to use in a very productive way. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I did when I got started and then give you some ideas for these items. So my decluttering story starts about three years ago when my first child was an infant. It was before I had read anything about the minimalist movement or simple living, but what happened was I actually stumbled into a Montessori playgroup at a local Montessori school, and I felt the sense of calm and peace in these simple classrooms. And I loved it so much that I felt like I wanted to bring that feeling back into my home as well. So after a lifelong battle with clutter, I decided that I didn't want to raise my son that way. So I just started going at it ruthlessly. The first time that I decluttered, I had a yard sale. It was a lot of work. I made a good amount of money from it, but the reality was that I just wasn't up for doing it again. And I made the mistake that most people make the first time they declutter is that you get rid of a bunch of stuff and then eventually the stuff starts to accumulate. The mistake I made was that I didn't change the way that I was buying. So unfortunately, my decluttering story doesn't end there because I did have to continue decluttering for a very long time after that. So probably about a year after the yard sale, I got wind of the capsule wardrobe movement and decided I was going to start a capsule wardrobe. And that involved getting rid of years and years worth of clothing accumulation. I did it all over a weekend, and on Monday morning, I knew I needed to get those clothes out of my house. I just had this overwhelming sense of urgency. They were all sitting in these huge plastic bags by my front door, and I didn't know what to do with them. They were nice clothes. I didn't want to just donate them. I wanted them to go to a person. I wanted them to have a purpose, but I also wanted them to get the heck out of my house. I didn't want to run the risk of digging back in those bags and and salvaging things I didn't need. So I just donated them and didn't look back. I think that the Goodwill and the Salvation Army are other very worthy causes to donate to. 
but I often question if they need the things that I'm donating or how useful it will be to the people that I'm donating it to. So much like you, Aubrey, I'd like to know that my stuff is going into good hands. It's going into hands of people who really appreciate it and need those things. It's not just turning into clutter in someone else's home. However, at that point in time when I was decluttering, I felt this intense need to get these things out of my house, and I didn't want them to sit for months and months in the corner of a bedroom while I was looking for new homes for them. And I didn't have the time and energy at that point to rehome everything that I wanted to in a way that I wanted to do it. And although those giant bags of clothes didn't go exactly where I would have wanted them to go, and I don't really know if they ever found their way into hands of people who needed them, a bigger lesson came out of this experience. I saw those giant bags full of clothes leaving my house, and I realized just how wasteful I had been in buying the way that I was buying, in the impulse buying that I was doing at Target and other places where I would quickly grab something that I didn't love. So that was really a pivotal experience, seeing the sheer magnitude of stuff going out of my house and mentally making a sum of the amount of money that I spent on those things that were now just being sent off to donations. That's when I made the decision to start buying less. So even though I can't go back and save those things that I donated and get them into the exact hands of the people that they'll be the most useful for, I know that going forward, I'm not going to make the same mistake of buying and consuming things that I don't need and things that I don't have the time to rehome. So now that I'm not buying these things that I don't truly need, I don't have to spend the time decluttering and I don't have to spend the time rehoming these things that I'm not using anymore. So as a result, I've eliminated this problem of not knowing how to get rid of these items. But I realize if you have a giant stack of stuff that you're looking to get rid of right now, that explanation is probably not going to help all that much. So there's a few companies that I want to tell you about to look into. TerraCycle is an upcycling company. So they accept certain types of products that you give to them and they take it and they make it into something new and useful and environmentally conscious. I love the mission of this company and I think they're doing some really cool stuff and I hope to see more and more from them as time goes on. For clothes, there's a company called ThreadUp and it's essentially like an online consignment store. And what you do is they send you a bag and you put all your stuff in that bag and you ship it off to them for free and they go through and they'll list the stuff online for you for sale so you can consign it without even having to leave your house. And lastly, there's the give back box where you can take an old Amazon box or another shipping box and put in the things that you don't need anymore, put in the things that you're decluttering and send that off for free and get it into the hands of someone who does need those things. The takeaway for today is that when it comes down to it, we spend a lot of time shopping and a lot of time buying and purchasing, but we spend even more time finding new homes for these purchases. So when you're buying and making new purchases, think about what you're going to do with a purchase when you're done with it. Think about the lifespan of the product. How long are you going to need this product? And once you're done with it, where is it going to go? When you start thinking about products and thinking about the lifespan of them, it will help you to make better decisions about purchasing. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Thanks for tuning in.